Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. I just want to make sure you're getting this podcast each and every week. Be sure to subscribe, rate and review it, and share it with all of your friends. Now, we're going to dive into a topic this week that's very much on my heart, and it's really concerning the prophets, that prophets, especially in this time, they need to bring stability and not conspiracy. But I want to set it up and talk about a few things to help you understand where I'm coming from. I want to talk about spiritual authority. I want to talk about spiritual laws. And then I want to go back to this topic, profits, bringing stability, and not conspiracies, because there's some things that we need to know how to discern. So first of all, our spiritual authority. Well, you and I, in the name of Jesus, as believers, sold out, surrendered, you know, believers in Jesus. We have his name, which means we have all spiritual authority in his name. What does that look like? Jesus said, I give you the keys of the kingdom. He told the disciples this in Matthew chapter 16, and it carried over to every person who believes in him. And he says, I give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose will be loosed in heaven. In other words, you can bind things that are authored of Satan and it has to stop. You can loose things that are authored by God and they are loosed. Your words actually, you know, when you hear them from the Lord uh, and you hear them from in their breathe to you from his written word, they actually release the angels on assignment because Psalm 103 verse 20 says angels heed the word of the Lord. That's either from God himself or through his church as he speaks to you. Spiritual authority is so total that you can either not use it or you can give it away. That's actually what happened in the garden. Adam and Eve, they had total authority over the earth. The Lord said, be fruitful and multiply and have dominion. And and they had so much authority that they could give it away, which is what they did by clearly disobeying the command of God. They gave their authority away to Satan and he became the God of this earth for, you know, uh, uh, several thousand years. That is until Jesus came and he died on the cross and he broke the power of sin and he was raised from the dead and that was the end of that now now you and I in his name we're the ones that have authority on the earth collectively and so we have been given that spiritual authority and we can use it as we are in partnership with him and so that's that's what spiritual authority is and then also there are spiritual laws that we need to understand and we need to adhere to and we need to come in agreement with. For example, Proverbs 18:21 it says death and life are in the power of the tongue. That is fascinating that your tongue can author death and your tongue can author life. Wow. Our tongue authors death and our tongue authors life. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Now coincide that with Mark 11, 23 and 24 that talks about that if you believe something in your heart, you say it out your mouth, it, it will come to pass. You will have what you say. You say, well, how does that all work? Well, we're created in the image of God and he created everything with the word. And so, you know, in in that pattern, in that same vein, we have the same capacity. You're much more powerful than you think. Well, in the midst of all that spiritual authority, 
spiritual laws, uh, you know, adhering and understanding these spiritual laws, they don't, they don't change, that as prophets, people who are prophets, you know, Ephesians 4, 11, 12, you know, uh, part of the fivefold governing body of, of, of men and women as Jesus chooses, you know, apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists. Well, I'm, I'm singling out prophets right now. You know, the, the Lord gives prophets weighty authority to speak things out. You know, it's, it's Proverbs 18, 21 on steroids. It's, it's uh, you know, Mark 11, 23, 24 on steroids. You know, he, he gives them power to speak things out. He gives them great weighty authority to do that. And that's great as long as they are very much in alignment with God's heart. Now, what is concerning is that sometimes prophets can get out of alignment with God's heart. They can begin to hear things that don't come from God and not discern the voice of it. Or, you know, they, they don't understand how to handle something that God is speaking to them and what to do with it. For example, what if what if a prophet gets a heavy word from God against against, you know, whatever he's supposed to speak into, prophesy into, you know, whether it's a, a, a certain community or a nation? You know, what if he begins to hear something from the Lord that's that's heavy or it's or it's it's judgy? And what is he supposed to do with that? He or her? And what are they supposed to do with that? Do they automatically just spit it out on their Facebook? Do they put it into their blog? Do they just, you know, hit the send button and just release it, um, you know, as if it's that's the end of the story? Well, we look back at the example of Abraham and the Lord spoke to Abraham about two cities, Sodom and Gomorrah. And he began to tell him, he said, I'm going to destroy those cities. Their sins have piled up to heaven. The victims, the voice of the victims is crying out to me. That's uh, in the message version. I have to do something. What did Abraham do? He didn't come in agreement with that right away. He actually begin to appeal to the Lord for mercy as a prophet he says you know what if there are 40 righteous in the in those cities will you spare it and the Lord said yes and then he said well how about 30 and the Lord said yes and then he said how about 20 and the Lord said yes and then he said how about 10 and the Lord said yes so he began to negotiate the terms to keep those cities uh, awake and alive. And apparently I'm thinking if there was 10 righteous in there, that was enough to actually eventually overturn all the wickedness because righteousness always overturns wickedness eventually. And so, so Abraham, he went to intercession. He didn't come in agreement with that word. And that word came from the Lord. But what happens if, if the enemy, if Satan begins to offer up words uh you know very deceptively to prophets and what if they they take hold of that and they begin to use the authority that god gave them and release those words as if they came from the lord what would happen then you see back in the last election i noticed something that happened there was a group of prophets that began congregating around a certain word and it it got published it got it was uh you know put on tv shows i i saw this i heard this i made note of it because I thought it was so crazy. And what happened, they began to congregate around this word that, that the previous president was so sinister that he was using people from another religion to stir up chaos in the nation on purpose. And he was going to somehow shut down the nation and, and create martial law in an attempt 
to stop the election. They said, I remember one in particular, said the Lord told me this will happen. This is going to happen. And that possibly somebody would be killed. I mean, this, this person was just adamant that God spoke and that this was going to take place. Well, we went through that election and not one of those things took place. Not one thing. And I kept thinking to myself, Prophet, why are you coming in agreement with conspiracy? Why are you releasing uh, and agreeing with the spirit of fear and giving voice to the spirit of fear and becoming a pulpit to the enemy rather than a voice of God? You know, a, a voice box for God, you know? And, and so I just took note of that. And then come around, coming into this season, another election, well, guess what? The conspiracies are coming out again. And I want to tell you this because you need to be careful to not come in agreement with it. The conspiracies that are outlandish, they're, they're fear uh, laden, they're, they're just, you know, destruction and all of these kind of things. You actually need to, to not come in agreement with it. Let me tell you why. First of all, there is law at work. And it is the prayer of agreement. And what, what happens is if two or more agree about anything in prayer, that our Heavenly Father is actually going to answer that prayer. That's Matthew 18, 19. And, and so if we come in agreement with these conspiracies and we begin to, to you know, spiritualize them and, and give spiritual substance to them, well, they have the very real potential to come to pass when God never authored it. Remember, you have a lot of authority, so we have to make sure that we are partnering with God and not partnering with with, with demonic forces or a spirit of fear. And then the second thing that we need to, to be aware of, again, it uh, goes back to those spiritual laws that whatever we sow, that we will also reap. You know, just because we begin to prophesy those kind of conspiracies and they don't happen in the moment, well, that doesn't mean they might not happen down the road. And what's concerning to me is the last election was all about this, this false prophetic word by, by a group of prophets that involved a shutdown in the election. Aren't we facing a potential shutdown in the nation right about election time? Honestly, that's probably more about reaping what was sown than anything else. And so come next round, come next season, whatever we sow in this season that isn't the Lord, well, the spiritual law is true. You will reap it. And so I want to encourage you to know how to discern prophetic words and, and uh, you know, help the prophets to know that just because you hear something judgy, uh, you know, you, you need to appeal to the Lord first and really go through a process and not just hit the send button just because you had a dream the night before. But also for those of you who are hearing these things to know how to weigh them so that we can come out of this season as God intended. He intends for us to come out better than before. You know, this is not going to last. It's going to come to a sudden end. And, and God is, has not changed. He's not surprised that any of this happened. And he's still your provider. He's still your healer. He is, he is still victorious and he is still Lord over the nations. And as the church, we are given the authority to pray for all nations. That's, the, that's one of the ministries of the end time church is that nations will rise and fall on the prayers of the church. So let's come in agreement with the good word of God for this nation because 
because that is what he's saying. He's speaking peace to this, this chaos and peace to this storm that we're in. And his peace will kill the killer storm. And so I just want to say thank you once again for joining me for Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Make sure to help me get this podcast uh, and other resources around the globe. Just go to JenniferEvaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.